I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. This is my first time ever recording on a podcast or anything of the sort. Um, It's a huge fear of mine. I can feel the fear, the anxiety, my chest is pounding, worried about being judged, worried about what my friends might think. I have a million things running through my head right now. I feel anxiety, um, and I'm nervous. But in the past, I would give in to these fears. So this is my way of fighting back. I decided I'm just going to do it. And it's a funny thing because as I'm speaking, I can kind of feel the new me taking over of what I aspire to be. And it's kind of becoming easier and easier. I feel like we all have two sides. And in my case, it's like the old me versus the new me or the or the me that I want to become. The old me would not have been doing this right now. I'd talk myself out of it. And I'd be fine with that. I would just stop. And not just in this case with recording, but just anything I wanted to do. Whether it be speak up at a meeting at work when the mood strikes, whether it's speaking up at a barbecue, whether it's hitting the dance floor at a at a party, just anything that takes a little bit of courage that, that allows me to step outside my shell, I didn't do. And I think as I'm getting older, I'm realizing that I'm, I'm wasting time. At the end of the day, and this is going to shock you, but it's reality. I am going to die. Like you have one life. You are going to die. I am going to die. That's it. We will cease to exist. And I never looked at it that way. I think Steve Jobs is the person that said, you're going to die. So why not? And it hit me. I'm like, I am going to die. Like, for example, giving into your fears, like not hitting the dance floor. You stopped because what if you felt like, what if you got embarrassed by falling or bumping into someone? What if you made a fool of yourself and things of that nature? But the funny thing is, what if that, what if that happened? What if you fell, slipped and fell and made a fool of yourself? What's the worst that could really happen? Like they laugh about it, make a joke about it. So what? It's funny. 
you should laugh about it also. It's a horrible example. But you see where I'm trying to go there? If you fail at whatever you try to do, how far are you really going to fall in failure? Like, think about it. If you spread your wings and try to go for a new job and you don't get the job, is your life over? Is your family going to stop loving you? Are you going to go to jail for 20 years because you didn't get that job? No. If anything, you're going to learn from it. You're going to become better. You'll still have the love of your family, the, the love of your children. And then you'll be right in the position that you were in anyway. So actually, you didn't fall far at all. You're just, you're just staying where you're at. And I realized that about myself. Like, everything that's happened to me along the way, the whole woe is me mentality, all the negative things that's happened has brought me to this point. It's given me the strength that I have today. Like, I would have never even shared something like this because I'm an introvert. But I have the courage now to do it. And it's a great feeling. I want to share this. I hope I touch someone the way I've been touched by other people sharing their stories. So I go back to the old me versus the new me. Feeling good about my decisions, feeling bad about my decisions. Relationship-wise, I have a beautiful woman in my life. Her name is Michelle. I got into this relationship because I still have hope for love, for that fairy tale ending. Yes, I'm a man, but I want the fairy tale ending. And in the past, I ruined my relationships because although I want the fairy tale ending, I've held on to baggage from past relationships. Mistakes that I've made, mistakes that other people have made that, that have scarred me, I just assume in a new relationship that it's going to happen all over again. And that's wrong. Or I may punish Michelle, her being my new partner, for something that she didn't even do. And that's not fair. Also, I love her. I enjoy spending time with her. I think these things all the time. And in the past, I have not shared these feelings. I have not shared these emotions because you are vulnerable when you, when you do that. When you expose yourself that way, that's it. That person has you in the palm of their hand and they can take advantage of you. I've been taken advantage of and it hurts and it's scary. But if I don't share these feelings, Michelle's not a mind reader. She's not going to know that I feel this way. And it's not fair to her. It's not fair to myself to hold these things inside. So I'm overcoming that fear and allowing myself to be vulnerable. And the wildest thing has happened. Well, for me, I think, is that in being vulnerable, 
in communicating my feelings to her, it's let her guard down. She put whole walls down. I didn't realize that she had them also. I was just so selfish in my thinking. She had them also. But because I allowed myself to be vulnerable, she also became vulnerable. And in treating her like my queen and communicating and expressing myself to her, she in return is treating me like her king. And it's a beautiful thing. Like the effort that I put in, let's say I put in 100% effort, she turns around and she puts in a thousand percent. That's incredible. And it only makes me want to do more for her. And in the past, it wouldn't be so. I would hide my feelings. It'd be like a game. Like we're playing, I'm playing chess with my partner. Like maybe I should say this. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe I should do this thing for her. Maybe I shouldn't do this thing for her. And it's stupid, simple things as getting flowers and being afraid of being taken advantage of. That's not fair. That's not right. And it's stuff that we sometimes make up in our heads. And it's a constant battle. So nowadays, I question everything. Because as I said, there's two me's. There's the new me and there's the old me. The old me, my subconscious mind, questions like all my cool ideas and thoughts or anything I want to inspire it just shuts me down myself I shut myself down before even trying my mind excuse my French is a motherfucker <laughs> but I feel like I'm not the only one you know what I mean and I want to share this just in case I'm not so now I question everything, whether it's good or bad. I question everything. Something as simple as my stomach. If I'm sitting watching a movie, we all have done it, Netflix and chill, right? Sitting watching a movie and you, you just have this habit of eating something salty and crunchy like popcorn or candy and things like that. But you want to be healthy, right? You give in, your mind, you give in to these thoughts of doing doing the bad habit. And it's not necessarily a bad habit. If you want to do that, if that makes you happy to eat junk food, then, then do it. Be happy. But for me, I want to live a healthier, happier life. I want to stick around for my son. I want to stick around for my girl. So these are the subtle choices I want to change and become better at. And... My mind will say, yeah, go ahead, eat it. It's okay. It's just a chip or whatever. No big deal. And then I'm just like, yeah, you know what? You're right. It's just a bag. Of, it's just a chip. Why not grab a handful? And then I have a quote unquote snack accident where I'm sitting with the bag in my hand and I polish off the whole bag. And then the next morning I wake up and what's the first thing on my mind? I shouldn't have ate that whole bag of chips. I'm looking at my stomach in the mirror like, <laughs> why? Why? So now... Instead, when I'm sitting here watching Netflix and then chilling with my girl and I get the urge for the bag of chips, yo, yeah, get that chips, bro. You'll love the chips. Get them, get them. They'll be so good. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Got you, motherfucker. I know they'll be good, but no. I, all right, then what are you going to eat instead? And so you, you, get, you have to 
break the habit by replacing it with a new habit, right? So, like, I can't, I can't just not have chips and sit here and twiddle my thumb because then it's going to be a battle with, like, uh, uh, willpower, willpower, don't eat the chips. And so instead you have to replace it. That's what I did. And so now I'll just eat, like, a handful of peanuts or something crunchy like carrots and maybe even dip it in a, a little dressing or something. But it's a... I get the same same sensation, the same satisfaction, but not the bad food. Sorry, I was going off on a tangent there. But, like, these are the subtle changes that I'm making. And the the most important thing, I think, I believe, (laughs) and you've heard it before, is being aware. Question everything. Question every single thought, whether it's good or bad. Question everything. Is what you're thinking going to help you? Is it furthering your progress towards your goals? Whatever your goals may be, it does not matter. Is it helping towards your goal or is it going to set you back? Even if it's the most seemingly insignificant decision, question it. Become aware. And if you're not doing it just for you, then bring that in mind if you're you're lacking a little bit of willpower. You're doing it for your health. You're doing it for your girl. You're doing it for your family. I'm going off on another tangent again. Again, I don't do podcasts and things like that, but I want to share this information. Because it's being shared to me and I want to pay it forward. And I need help. I do not have all the answers. So I feel like by helping others, in a way, I'm helping myself. And so I'm kind of being selfish. But at the same time, I feel like I'm giving. So it's a give and take relationship. And I want to start, you know, communicating with other people about this. And I feel like it'll be really healthy. And so the new you has to take over. And it doesn't necessarily mean you're changing and and you're like becoming a new person because who you are, where you're at today, you shouldn't want to change it for the world because everything happens for a reason. As cliche as that sounds, everything happens for, for a reason. And you're in the position that you're in today because of it. And it's only making you stronger. You may not see it that way, but if you take a step back and reflect on your life and how you got past everything that you've got past and the position that you're in now has only made you stronger. If something from your past were to happen again or reoccur or attempt to happen again, you would be ready. You would know how to handle the situation because, hey, you've been through it before. So you've only gotten stronger. So you're not changing, you're adding. And that's what I feel like I'm doing. I'm adding to myself. I'm not changing, I'm adding to my repertoire. I'm adding to my skills. So all the stuff from the past, yeah, I have that under my belt. Now I'm adding new skills. And becoming better and growing as a person, as an individual, as a boyfriend, as a father, as a human being. And there's no reason why we cannot all do this together. I want to help. And I would love for you guys to help me in return.
My name is Bobby. And I'm just trying to figure it all out. Thank you for listening.